Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. If you are like me and thousands of other podcasters, your first experience on a podcast came from being a guest on someone else's show. And let me tell you, that can be an extremely nerve-wracking situation. You don't know the hosts, you don't know how podcasts work, you don't know what you should talk about. All the uncertainty can eat you up. But it doesn't have to be that way for your guests. So let's talk about it. Podcast Better is for you, a podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster, who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster. We are back today on Podcast Better, talking once again about guests. And this time, we are talking about the guests that are hopefully coming on your show. Whether you have a solo show, whether you have a co-host, guests are something that can always spice up the show. It doesn't have to be something you do every week, as you've seen me do here. Some weeks I'm by myself, some weeks I bring in a guest, but it is something that I feel most shows can benefit from. Now, there are going to be some shows that just it does not make sense to have guests on the show. I've run some of those shows. In particular, if you run like a storytelling show where you're just reading stories you've written or other people have written, it may not make sense to bring someone on to that type of show. But on any other type of show where you're trying to teach people how to do something or just inform them or if you're just giving your opinions, if you have a sports type of show, all of those can benefit greatly from having guests on the show. Like I said in the opening, my first experience was actually as a guest on a podcast. This is what started my podcasting career. You've heard me talk about it a little bit before if you've listened to all my old episodes, but it's something like I was saying, it, it, it was super nerve wracking for me. Podcasting was not something I had ever done before. It's not something I've ever thought about doing before. Speaking in general, in public, was not something that I consider myself to be good at or something that I would want to do in the future. But we'll run down the story quickly for those of you who may not have heard it yet. So I ran a website about Skylanders. For those of you who don't know, they're little plastic figurines that are attached to a video game, also called Skylanders, and they were very collectible when they were popular. 
and actually still are quite collectible. But they were part of a small genre within the video game community called Toys to Life. Other things in that genre included uh, Disney Infinity and Lego Dimensions and Nintendo's Amiibo and then Skylanders. And there are two guys out there, Josh and Jason, who started a podcast specifically about this genre, about the Toys to Life space. Now, Josh and Jason were general fans of all of the figures within this genre, with all the games within this genre. But Jason was more of a, had a Disney Infinity focus. Josh had a little more focus on on Amiibo. And so they didn't really have someone to fill the role of Skylanders. And that's where they contacted me. They, they both knew about my website. They knew that I had a passion for it. They knew that I knew what I was talking about when it came to Skylanders. And so they invited me on their show as their expert. When new releases came out and, and new figures and new games and such, I would come on their show as a guest to talk about it. But the first time that I was on their show, I didn't know who they were. I had listened to maybe one or two episodes of their podcast, so I'd heard them before. But when I got the, the email or the, the direct message, I forget exactly how, how they contacted me. That was really my first contact with them. That's all I knew about them. So I didn't know the hosts. I didn't know how podcasts work. I, I've never done that before. I didn't know if we were going to be live or if it was going to be something that would be edited or what was going on exactly. And I didn't really feel comfortable knowing what I was supposed to be talking about basically just told me, hey, do you want to come on and talk about Skylanders? I'm like, okay, sure. I know Skylanders, but I don't know what kind of questions are you going to ask me? What kind of information should I have prepared? I didn't know. And while it turns out I was probably a little bit more nervous than I needed to be, there are a lot of questions running through my head. And so I know firsthand that when you invite someone on your show, especially if they are not another podcaster, they are likely going to have a lot of questions running through their head. So that's what I want to talk about today. How can you prepare your guests so that they are more comfortable, so that they are more informed, so that they know what's going on, what to expect, and they can just relax and enjoy the experience? Because podcasting is so much fun. That one experience, even though I was super nervous, led to now what is a going on six-year career in podcasting. And I don't expect it to stop anytime soon. So there are a few things I want to talk about today that I believe you should do for every guest that comes on your show. The only exception would be a recurring guest. If they've been through the process before, you don't probably don't have to. Or I suppose, it, like I said, if they are a podcaster already, there are some things you can probably gloss over a little bit because they are more familiar with the process of things. But still, your process may be different from their process, so it's still good to, to cover some of these things. So the first thing, after you reach out and they agree to be on the show, the first thing you should do is set a time and date. And I bring this up. Obviously, this feels like it should be a no-brainer, but I bring this up because time zones. Time zones can be tricky, even within the United States. That's where I get the most of my guests from. But I have had guests from the United Kingdom. Uh, I've had guests from Australia and like I said, even within the U.S., I'm in Central Time, but if my guest is on, on the West Coast in Pacific Time or up in Alaska in Alaskan Time, like it makes a big difference when you're scheduling. What works for you, what works for them, just to make sure you're on the same page. So the first thing I always do is if you have specific dates, 
that you record on or only a, a limited amount of availability. Give them a few of those dates. Give them the times, but then say, hey, I'm in this time zone. Or what I often do because I have a very flexible schedule is say, hey, let me know what date and or times work best for you and what time zone are you in? So I know that right off the bat. I I, I don't want to make them do all the work figuring out what time zone and, and all the conversions compared to me. I'm just going to work within their time zone and say, okay, let's meet at Tuesday, one o'clock your time. And I'll take care of the conversion on my end. So like I said, it may seem like a little thing, but dates and times, be aware of time, time zones. That's the first thing you need to set up. The next thing that you should take care of, if you haven't already, they, they may have asked you this before even agreeing to be on your show, but let them know what the topic of the episode is. Let them know what the topic of the episode is. If you have the the title of the episode even, which depending on your workflow may come after you actually record, but you should at least know what the topic, the specific topic, not just the topic of your podcast in general, but specifically what you want them to talk about. What can they share with your audience? Why did you reach out to that person? Let them know what it is that you want them to focus on. Let them know what you think they have to share with your audience. What makes them special? Why did you invite this specific person on the show? Now, some of your guests may even want to know, well, like, what questions are you going to ask me? And you can run this however you want, but this is how I do things. I don't like to be stuck with a very specific set of questions. Like, that. that's not how I run my shows. It's not... I ask you a question, you give me an answer. I ask you the next question on the list, you give me the next answer. I, I don't want it to be that rigid. I want everything to be a little more conversational. So I will have some questions prepared. We may or may not get through all the questions because a lot of times I will want to ask follow-up questions based on the answers that you give. So what I can do, I can give you the questions I have prepared, but I'll tell you this is just basically a rough outline. This is the type of questions you can expect me to ask you. The first question on the list is probably where I will start the episode, but then depending on your answer, the next question may may or may not be on the list. But when you give them a specific topic that you're asking them to talk about, that, that usually gives them enough to prepare. They know exactly what you're looking for. So one, schedule a time and date, be aware of time zones. Number two, let them know the topic of the episode that they're going to be on. Number three, send a reminder 24 hours prior. And with this reminder, include a link to connect. If you're like me, I have never, I take that back, I have once recorded an episode live and in person with other podcasters. Nearly all of my shows are recorded remotely. So if you're recording in person, you may not have to do this. However, the 24-hour reminder is still worth sending. It's still worth it to remind them that they made this appointment, make sure they're still available, and just get those thoughts running through their head again. Oh yeah, what am I talking about? Oh yeah, okay, I'll be, I'll be ready for this. But I say include a link where to meet. So all of my interviews now are done through StreamYard. So with StreamYard, I can go in and create a room on StreamYard specifically for that interview. And there will be a link to go along with that specific room then. And so I can just send them that link ahead of time 
And so when they're ready, the time comes, they can just click the link and go. They're not sitting there wondering. It's like, okay, it's now one o'clock on Tuesday, but what do I do? Where do I go? Do I call them? Are they calling me? Should, should I call them? I, 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 I don't know what to do now. It's that uncertainty again. We want to remove as much uncertainty as possible. So send them a link where they should go at the time that you agreed upon. If you're not using StreamYard, most other services will allow you to do this. Zoom, you can have a link. I used to use uh, Skype a lot to record. I just made sure that when we set up the date and time, I also got their Skype username or email and I would connect with them on Skype in advance. So I had that information in it. And so when the, the time came around for the episode, we weren't scrambling to connect. Do this ahead of time. Make sure you can connect ahead of time. So one, schedule a date and time. Two, let them know the topic of the episode. Three, send the reminder with a link to meet. Four, this happens once you've finally connected with your guest. Tuesday, one o'clock, when that time rolls around, I always have a, a brief list of notes for my guest. Some people like to do a sort of pre-interview and go through some of this stuff. Some people will send this along with the 24-hour reminder. But I like doing it this way for a few, a couple of reasons. One, this is just the way I've always done it, and it works for me. And two, taking a few minutes before you press that record button. And even though I'm just giving them a few notes about what to expect going forward, what we're going to do, and so on and so forth, is a way to get the guest comfortable. The worst thing you can do for a brand new guest on your show is say, hey, one o'clock rolled around, we connected. Hey, I'm pressing record, let's go. In my mind, that is the worst thing you can do. You want to sit down with your guest, let it be casual, let them get comfortable, just have a conversation. For most people, that is how you want your podcast to go anyway, right? You want your interviews to be conversational. You want them to be casual. You want your guests to be comfortable. So get them into that headspace before the show. Take a few minutes. A little small talk, sure. Talk shop, whatever. You're, you obviously have something in common. Otherwise, you probably won't be having them on your show. So you should have something to talk about. But a few of the things I bring up are just notes about my show. So we can just a quick kind of call and answer, right? So I want you to know this is, this is a family-friendly show. So please don't use any obscene language. I let them know, don't be afraid of silence. If you've listened to episode number three about never editing out filler words, you know how much I love silence. I'm not being sarcastic here. I would love you to leave silence in the episode because I can edit that out. If you're unsure about what to say, if you need time to think about an answer, don't ramble. Just leave some silence for me and, and let them know exactly why, because I can edit that out. Same thing goes, if you mess up an answer, I can edit that. This is not a live show. Now, if you are doing a live show, you should also let them know that. But since my shows don't go live, I let them know. We're just recording right now. I'm going to edit this later. So if you mess up an answer and want to restart, that's fine. That's part of the reason I have you on video. So you can, you can look at me and say, oh, wait, hold on. Let me start over. And I can edit that out. And then the final thing I always tell them, is if you have a short answer and a long answer to a question, give me the long answer. I want you to share your stories. I want you to connect with my audience. And then I guess the, actually the final, final thing I tell, ask them is do you have any questions for me? 
because I want to give them the opportunity. If I if I missed over something, if they're feeling un- uncomfortable about something, if they just have any general questions, this is the time to ask. I'll let them know too that when we're done, they don't have to hang up or anything. I'm just going to stop press press the 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 record button again and stop recording. And we'll have an opportunity to talk after the show as well if you have any questions then or whatever the case may be. So to recap again, we have scheduling the time and date, be aware of time zones. Number 2, let them know about the topic of the episode. Number 3, send a reminder 24 hours prior with a link to meet. Number 4, give your guest a few notes about the show. Chat with them a few for a few minutes. This is also going to be a time for you to do a sound check. This is a huge, huge piece of getting a good recording every time. Use this time wisely. Five minutes before the show can save you hours in editing later. And finally, the fifth piece that I discuss with my guests is the guest contract. I tell them when all is said and done here, I'm going to send you a contract for you to sign. It can all be done digitally, so it'll only take you five seconds to fill out. And I cover the very basics of what this contract says. I've never had a problem with anybody signing it. It's just a little extra piece of comfort on my end should anything happen down the road. But once again, I've never had anything happen either that I've had to even revisit the contract. Now, if you're wondering more about do I really need a contract, I hope you'll stay tuned for the next episode because I'm bringing on a guest who actually wrote the contract that I use for my show. And so hopefully he will be able to answer any questions that you may have. But I found that the podcasting community is a little bit split on whether or not you need contracts, whether or not you should have contracts. And so I'm on the better safe than sorry train, even though, like I said, I, I've never had to pull that contract out with a former guest and say, no, you signed this. I can do it. I don't have to have to change anything. But I've also seen the the stress that some people go through when a former guest does contact them and ask them to sometimes go as far as take down the episode. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. But if you're taking advice from me, that is something that I would recommend as well. It's something that I've always been taught when podcasting is to have your guests sign a contract. But the final decision obviously is up to you. But there you have it. Those are my five tips on how to prepare your guests for what to expect and prepare them to be guests on your show. Just to recap again, schedule a time and date. Be aware of time zones. Number two, let them know about the topic of the episode that they are going to be on. Number three, send them a reminder 24 hours prior with a link to meet up if necessary. Number four, when you do connect with your guest, chat with them before the show, give them any final notes about the show, about how you run things. And number five, if a guest contract is something that you use, let them know what is going on with that as well. That should be it. That should be all you need to do to prepare your guests. That should be plenty. Like I said, give them the opportunity to ask any questions along the way, either ahead of time or when you do finally connect. Give them that opportunity. You want your guests to be as comfortable as possible so you get the best performance out of them. That's your job as the host. Make your guest comfortable because you brought them on the show to serve your audience. And the more comfortable they can be, the better they can serve your audience. So that's your job as a host, to kind of mediate between your guest and your audience. The best way you can serve your audience with that guest is to make sure they're comfortable. So do that. Do your job. Make your guest comfortable. And who knows? Maybe they'll become a recurring guest, a fan favorite. Maybe they'll start their own podcast if they don't have one already, and you can help them along that journey. Or you can send them my way. Either way, 
it works. So if you've never had a guest on your show, why not? Have you thought about it? Does the format of your show work for a guest? Take some time today. Think about that. Who do you want to be a guest on your show? Whether it's your first guest or your hundredth. If you're struggling finding guests to have on your show, go back and listen to episode 11, where I talked about finding guests and how it should never be a chore for you. If you are a little nervous having guests on your show, I talked about that in that episode as well. Start with someone you know. Don't don't make it a stranger. Start with someone you know. Then at least you should be comfortable with having that guest on this show, even if they are still a little bit uncertain because they've never been on a podcast before. And then you can work your way up from there. All right, that's it for today. Go find yourself a guest. Make sure they're prepared. Make sure they're comfortable. And maybe, hey, who knows? You can be a guest on my show someday. All right, thanks for tuning in. That's it for today. We'll talk soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions. But head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.